Hey, stoners, just wanted to give a brief disclaimer about this session. It was supposed to be last week's episode. Um, Bentley chewed through my computer charger and I was unable to get this session finished. Um, So I am releasing it this week instead. So some of the audio that you're going to hear is going to have more relevance to last week. Just wanted to throw that out there so you guys aren't completely thrown off. Um, Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Thanks for listening, stoners. stoners <coughs> okay so that's how we're gonna start it off I guess all right <coughs> welcome back to another episode of loaded I'm your host Madison with an E per usual um today is our third solo sesh because it is the first episode going into July remember I'm gonna put those out um the first week of every month, I'm going to have the solo sesh rather than whatever. But it's because I'm actually going to, Charlie, shut the fuck up. Charlie, you got to stay in here now. It's already started. You're stuck. Just like everyone else. Shh. Get up here. Come on. Up. Up now. Up. Come on. Good girl. Oh, the joys of being a dog mom. Anyway, if you hear Bentley and Charlie, I apologize. There's not much I can do to keep them down and they won't leave me alone. So they either cry when they're in here or they cry when they're outside through the door and it just annoys me even more. So they're going to stay right now. If it gets too loud, they'll go. Um, But um, what I actually did with this solo session is something that I talked to you guys about before in the past. Um, I did make another video. Um, It is available on the YouTube channel. Um, Everything Well, I'm not going to say it's going to be linked because I keep telling you guys I'm going to do the blog and I just keep not doing the blog, Um, but I'll have the podcast and everything else. um, I'll have all that information linked in the YouTube video. So if you guys can find the YouTube, which if you go to my Instagram, I'll have the link there for you. Um, You can use that to kind of navigate your way around for these episodes this time. Um, So go ahead and make sure you check that out. Make sure you give me lots of feedback too. The whole reason I came out with another video was because I took that poll on my Instagram page a few weeks ago and I asked you guys if you would be more inclined to tune in if it was more of like a visual verse um, audio like aspect kind of to this, which I feel like you guys need to understand that a podcast is solely audio. There is no visual that comes with it. Um, It's not a video. It is a podcast. It's all strictly audio. So that's kind of what I wanted to start with. That's where I was going, but I want to give you guys what you're looking for as well. So again, make sure to check that video out. Um, Without further ado, because I feel like this intro has been super long already. um, I, uh, oh, I guess happy 4th of July, bitches. So today is not 4th of July, but when you listen to this, 4th of July would have been yesterday. Um, So I hope everyone was safe and that everyone had a good time. Everyone went to all the barbecues and all the cookouts and ate good food and watched good shows and stayed safe and had a nice day off. Yesterday, or not yesterday, (laughs) when am I recording this? I don't even understand. So 4th of July was my first, 
day off that I've had since Memorial Day because like I mentioned to you guys all the time, I work seven days a week and so I, I literally don't have a day off. I have parts of certain days off, which is still very nice and I'm very grateful for that. But uh, 4th of July was my first full day off that I've had in a few months and it was amazing. Um, just being able to sleep in and not feeling like I had anywhere to go, like that's great. Like Saturdays when I, you know, I get to sleep in a little bit, but when I wake up, I gotta do whatever I need to do because I still have to go into work that night. Same with Sunday, you know, I go in in the early afternoon, so it's like I don't, it's not like you get to wake up and just kind of do whatever. You gotta wake up and get shit done because you got shit you gotta do later, you know what I mean? So that's where I've been at. Um, But just to jump into the dank of the day, because if not, I'll just keep talking about myself. Um, I am smoking on some SV, wow, that was wrong, SFVOG. For those of you who don't know what that is, um, it's San Fernando Valley Kush. Um, It's a sativa dominant hybrid. I love this strain. Um, It is sativa dominant, but it's very much so a hybrid, if you will, because I'm not big on straight sativas. And even if the hybrid is sativa dominant, sometimes I will stray away or it's not something that I smoke often. But the SFEOG kind of does it for me. Like um, it's, it says that it doesn't give you that locked in the couch feeling. And I'm not going to say it does, but this shit definitely puts me out. It's a very heavy strain, um, regardless if it's, you know, sativa or more sativa dominant than indica for the hybrid part of it. Um, it still gives you a nice big punch in the face. Um, it's a... Uh, I guess the child of uh, OG Kush, and um, that's not right. <clears throat> so I guess there's two different ones, and it says that their names are barely distinguishable, but there is a big difference between the two strains. So I'm smoking on SFVOG, not the SFVOG Kush. Um, so it says that the indica part of the hybrid definitely gives you the body effects that it typically would as far as feeling relaxed and kind of um, if you have any pain, it can definitely help with uh, pain management, anything like that. But it doesn't give you the the head laziness that's normally associated with the indica as well. That's where the uh, sativa part actually kicks in, which is nice because that's kind of what you want in a, in a hybrid. Like what more can you ask for? You don't want to be cloudy. You want to get a little bit of a buzz that you normally get associated with the sativa to make sure you're awake and that you're not falling asleep Uh, but then it gives you the body high that you're looking for typically in an indica so this strain is just a great all-around hybrid i definitely recommend it to anybody um got this shit from sova again um i don't think i've really gone into detail about them but they're the delivery service out in sacramento that uh we use to purchase weed they are absolutely great um they have deals that are kind of unheard of and as much as i want to shout them out which i'm doing now i'm not going to tell you what their deals are you're going to have to look it up yourself because (laughs) um if it interferes with me being able to purchase the amount of weed that i typically purchase then um we're not going to be cool fam so uh, you know, check them out. Definitely shout out to Sova for always coming through. Um, they're great, great products, you know, everything. Um, a majority of the time I just get outdoor from them because their outdoor is that good. I don't necessarily need to spend the extra money to get anything that's indoor. Um, so if you're on a little bit of a budget, they are the best delivery service in the Sacramento area to check out. So highly recommend them and shout out to them. Um, so <clears throat> kind of going into our topic of the day, because remember, these episodes are supposed to be a little bit shorter. Um, I wanted to talk about um, stoner shaming or ganja guilt, if you will, which I came up with both of those terms. So copyright, copyright. Uh, I thought it was really clever. So I just wanted to give myself credit and throw myself out there like that. Um, But I wanted to talk about this because uh, me and one of my friends actually went down to uh, an aquatic center and 
uh, in Sacramento the other day to go paddleboarding and um, we, you know, go to the place, you rent the equipment out, you pay per hour. Um, it was my first time personally on a paddleboard. Um, Bentley, shh, it's okay, Papa. Come here, honey. You're just so needy. He's in that real needy stage right now because he's still a puppy, but like anything that makes him feel the slightest bit of discomfort or unease, he just flips out about. And that's what's going on right now. Anyway, me and my friend went down to the aquatic center. We rented paddle boards. We went out on our paddle boards and we were out there for maybe 30, 45 minutes. Um, within that time, we had sparked up a blunt. I typically take blunts with me almost anywhere that's appropriate. I understand there's a time and place for everything, but I figured I was going to... Hey! I figured I'd be doing something outdoors and I figured what, you know, what better opportunity to, uh, to smoke in nature than this, you know, especially on the water. It was my first time I'd really wanted to get out on the water. It's all I've been talking about for the past few weeks, trying to get my friends to go with me. Stop it. Okay. I apologize for that. I had to kick them out of the room because they can't be quiet when they're playing together. Anyway. Me and my friend were out on the paddle boards and um, the the area that you take the paddle boards on or any of the rented equipment, it's not like the river because we live in Sacramento. So I feel like by default, people think the American River, the Sacramento River. It's not like that. They have like this lake almost. I've been told that it's a lake. I don't know if it's a part of the river and they just have it like sanctioned off to where I, I just don't really know. The water levels were really low out there and in the river, they're really high. So I, I don't really know how it's set up, but basically everyone is kind of in the same area now i always try and be extremely respectful especially when i'm around kids because i don't think that kids personally should be exposed like i'm not saying that they shouldn't be exposed because i feel like okay everybody is going to raise their kids how they raise them everyone has their own beliefs me personally i was not introduced to weed at a young age even though my parents smoked it and so i feel like the way that they kind of raised me I feel like it was good. I, I don't really know what I would have done and how things would have been different in my life had I been introduced to weed on, at an earlier age. I don't know if it's something that I would have pursued or if I still would have waited. You know, granted, I knew what it was when I was growing up, but I just decided for myself that I didn't want to do that. Um, and then I didn't try it until I was 18. But at that point, me and my dad had a very open relationship. At that point, I figured out that he was smoking weed too. You know, sometimes I wonder if I knew that he was smoking when I was younger, if it would have intrigued me to want to try it at an earlier age but regardless uh, my personal belief if I were to have kids is that I don't really want to expose them at you know too much of an early age but when it comes to anybody else's kids I'm absolutely not going to do anything that could be taken in the you know the slightest um, I guess wrong way and smoking weed in front of kids I feel like it's a huge no-no because you don't know how somebody feels about it and it's not it's not like a casual conversation where you just walk up to someone and say hey I'm about to light up this blunt like how do you feel about your kids being around like do you need me to move like although I feel like that would be courteous you know I don't know how people would react to that um especially people you know kind of in an outdoor area like that who have boats who have you know their kids out there with their friends you know they're they're taking time and they're taking their money to make sure everyone's having a good time they don't want their good time to be ruined I totally get that so I don't know if it was the the people that we were kind of near that possibly called someone or if we were just that close to the shore to where you could see the smoke coming up but essentially uh they had someone come out and um kick us out of the aquatic center so they use their little tug rescue fuck boat shit thing i don't know and uh, they pulled up on us and we were just sitting on our paddle boards in the middle of the water by that point the blunt had already been put out 
Um, and this girl was in the boat and she just kind of, I could tell she was uncomfortable, so I didn't want to make it awkward for her, but she was like, hey, you know, this may or may not be true, but we've gotten some reports that you guys are smoking and I was instructed that I have to bring you guys back now and you guys have to leave. And okay, there was just a lot wrong with that whole statement first off, because if you're going to start it with this may or may not be true, why are you assuming that it is? even though it is, I'm just saying, you know, why would you assume that it is and then kick us out when in, you know, the reverse, if it wasn't true, think about how offended I would have been personally. And uh, she kind of didn't let up on that. Um, She kept saying that she didn't really care if it happened. And I don't know, just to me, it's like, if you're going to accuse somebody of that, you need a lot of proof. And if no one had any type of proof, if they didn't see it themselves, if there was no blunt or roach around, like, how are you going to tell me what I was doing? And then on top of that, how do you know that it wasn't a cigarette? You know, my friend that I was with actually does smoke cigarettes. And so if anyone did ask, that's what we were going to tell them. But it's only because people are way too sensitive to weed. Um, so we, you know, I we were really nice about it. I, <laughs> I wanted to say more than I actually did. And um, I kind of just kept my mouth shut because I could tell my friend was really uncomfortable and I just didn't want to make things weird for her. So out of respect for her, I kind of went along with, you know, whatever she wanted to do she apologized a few times you know she felt really bad but at the same time we both were like this is really not a big deal so they confiscate the paddle boards uh they put on the front of the boat she makes us get on the boat we have to sit there we had the ride of shame back to the fucking shore like it was so fucking embarrassing I felt like I was 14 again being brought home by the cops for some like stupid shit not that that even ever happened to me like that never fucking happened but that's how I felt like I had never felt so guilty for smoking and I never felt so almost like ashamed of it because even the cops that I've been pulled over or if they've rolled up on me when I was at a park smoking they've never given me as hard of a time as this bitch at the fucking aquatic center did like are you kidding me like you know and I know it wasn't coming directly from her she even told us like she really didn't want to be the one that had to come out there and you know pick us up Um, and I respect that, you know, and so that's why I didn't want to make it awkward for her. That's why I didn't say anything. She was just doing her job, doing what someone instructed her to do. But I I just, I, it really didn't sit right with me. I just didn't really feel okay about it. Um, we got back to the shore, you know, she was nice. She said, you guys have a good day. They didn't say anything to us about being able to go back or not. Honestly, I never want to fucking go back there again. Um, but we went to go get, uh, our belongings. You have to go into the office, you have to pay, you get your receipt, then you go back up to the front and you show them your receipt. And then that way they'll give you, you know, your keys back and they hold your ID. So they had my keys and they had my ID and then my friend's ID. Now, when we went up to the front to go get it, the box that it was in, there was nothing in the box. So initially, I thought they gave our stuff to somebody else. I used to work at a gym when we would hold belongings for people sometimes, like IDs. Sometimes we would give them the wrong one on accident, right? I know how hard it is to fuck up someone's fucking ID. Their picture's right on there, but it happens. Um, so that's kind of what I thought happened initially. And uh, so I kind of asked, you know, is, did you guys give my stuff away? And they said no, but they just kind of stood there and looked at us and didn't really say anything else. And then all of a sudden, this lady comes out of nowhere. Um, and you could tell she's a little bit older. You could tell she was probably in charge of fucking something and um she handed uh us our ids back and then handed me my keys and she said there you go and that was kind of it so we didn't really know what to take a take from it you know we, we didn't really know what was going on we turned around to go walk to the car and why did this bitch have our ids in the fucking back office because she was calling the state troopers on us not the police 
oh, no, let's not be normal here. You wanted to call the state fucking troopers? Like, it was really that big of a fucking deal? And if it was that big of a fucking deal, why didn't you make it seem like it was? If all you were finna do was kick me out, not even tell me that I couldn't come back, why the fuck would you call a state trooper? And on top of that, I'm sorry, I was, like, really hyped like I am now. I wanted them to fucking say something to me about weed. Like, it is legal. It may not be legal to smoke in certain places. I get that. And to be completely honest, they may have had no smoking signs around, and I didn't even look because I don't pay attention to that. Because when people say, oh, do you smoke? I assume they mean weed. I don't assume that they mean cigarettes. So when I see, you know, no smoking signs, I don't assume that it's weed related. I assume that it's cigarette, tobacco, you know, cigar related, whatever it might be. But furthermore, the people who are on the shore, like once you get past the people you have to check in by, they were smoking, they were drinking, everything was fine. My understanding was it was because we were on their equipment and that wasn't okay. They didn't want our their equipment being associated with people smoking. I, I don't really know whatever to me it was a bullshit excuse because my friend asked you know if we give you the paddle boards back and we just stand in the water can we smoke and she she was hella caught off guard bitch did not know what to fucking say she was stuck as a motherfucker but she was like I just gotta take you guys back in and again we didn't want to make it awkward like we realized you know we fucked up in the situation but I really feel like they fucked up too like there was a million and one different ways that you could have handled that situation and then for you to do all that shit, call the state trooper. And then the state trooper didn't even talk to us. Like we walked right past him and he just looked at us in his car. And when he saw us get into the car, he drove away. And my thing is, if you thought that I was smoking weed and you called the state trooper and he really did, did pull up the way he did, why the fuck he didn't pull me over then? As soon as I got into my car and started up, because if I was high because we were smoking weed, wouldn't that be a DWI? You know, like to me, it's like if you're going to go so far to enforce certain rules when it comes to weed, you might as well go all the way because logically that shit doesn't make any fucking sense to me. What was the point of calling him to begin with if you weren't going to have him come down and enforce any type of law? You know what I mean? Or have him come down and fine us in any type of way. Granted, they had our, you know, information. They had our addresses. I, You know, I'm still... Trying, expecting something in the mail, you know, I mean, it, it still could happen. And if not, then, you know, I am very grateful that they didn't decide to pursue more, but it was just absolutely ridiculous to me. And so, you know, we came back to my apartment after and we kind of sat here and we were like, damn, like we really don't feel like what we did was that bad. But the reaction that we got made us feel like shit. Like we felt like shit the rest of the day. Like I still low key feel like shit right now. Even though I don't feel like I did something bad, they made me feel so guilty to be a smoker, to be, you know, out enjoying my time, not hurting anybody, not doing anything, you know, really wrong. Um, but in their eyes, I guess it was really wrong. And um, it was just a really shitty experience. And so I kind of wanted to talk about that this week um, because I know that I'm not the only person that feels like this. And when I was doing research online, you know, to get my notes together for this episode, there were so many angles that I realized I could take with this. So you have, you know, people who obviously feel guilty about smoking, but because of that, it it makes people not, not claim it almost. So I feel like there, I didn't even think about this before I saw the article, but there is probably like a huge percentage of women who don't like to admit that they smoke. And I feel like smoking is typically a more male dominated pastime, if you will. Um, I know a lot more people who will look at females and be like, that's disgusting. Why do you smoke? That's gross. You shouldn't do it. You look stupid. But then they'll go comment on some guy's picture and be like, oh my God, you're so cute. Like we should smoke together sometime. Like that shit don't make no fucking sense to me. So you want to sit here and make women feel bad for it, but not men? Okay. Fucking patriarchy. But then I started looking more and I realized that there's so many different like groups of people that get so much shit for it. Moms, for example. 
I found this blog and it's called whattoexpect.com. And there is a forum on there specifically about moms who are reaching out to other moms to get advice when it comes to smoking because a lot of people, you know, same with drinking, once you get pregnant, you kind of stop everything cold turkey. There really is no weaning off of certain things. And I feel like weed is one of those things. I know a lot of people do smoke when they're pregnant, but I also know that that's something that I feel like I would struggle with a lot. As much as I smoke now, I feel like it would only make sense for me to carry that into, you know, a pregnancy if I did get pregnant because there's so many benefits that I experience from it health-wise and that's a majority of the reason why I do smoke that I can't imagine having to go through such a traumatic experience on my body, you know, having a child and carrying a child for 9 months and not having that type of medicinal support to, you know, assist me through those 9 months. Um, but in the other aspect of it, it's kind of like, well, it's quote unquote you know, a drug to some people. I think that I don't feel guilty about it. I think I would feel guilty about how people would look at me for carrying a child and smoking the whole time during my pregnancy, or even if it was just smoking every now and then, you know. Um, I have a friend who has two girls, beautiful girls, and I know for her second pregnancy at least that she smoked a little bit because we did smoke together, and uh, she struggles with anxiety, and she told me that her doctor actually preferred for her to smoke weed over taking any type of anti-anxiety medications or pills especially anything like Xanax because a you don't want you know someone to get addicted to that b you're carrying a baby you know you don't want to put harmful things into your system even if it's helping suppress one thing it's definitely inducing other things in your body that's why you get symptoms or side effects rather um and uh her baby turned out fine her baby is beautiful just great you know what I mean and and I feel like it was a lot easier for her to go through her pregnancy like that um but when it comes down to like ganja guilt or you know stoner shaming whatever you want to call it I just think it's fucking ridiculous I feel like smoking is just like anything else like literally you can compare it to whatever else it's something that you're choosing to do in your pastime um you know if you want it to be a bigger part of your life that's totally great but everybody is in charge of their own lives I I don't understand why people get so obsessed with what other people are doing especially when they don't know them or especially when it has nothing to fucking do with that that person's life like me smoking is not going to affect my neighbor down the street like how you know what I mean like how is that personally affecting you how is that personally hurting you in any way it's not you know um I am a little bit I guess you could say more on the quiet side about smoking which is funny because I have this podcast and I have videos online of me smoking, right? But it's not something that I introduce myself as. I don't go up to someone and shake their hand and say, hi, I'm Madison, I'm a stoner. That's that's not how it goes. You know, I, I am very skeptical a lot of times just solely because of the way I feel people will look at me. Um, you know, we've talked about before, um, you know, kind of what stoners are associated with and the negative stigmas that they get. Um, and so there was one blog that I found, well, it's through the Huffington Post and it It was titled, uh, Are You Smoking Marijuana Too Often? And so the only time that I feel like, you know, it's, I guess you could say acceptable for someone to be shamed when it comes to smoking or being a stoner is if you're being unproductive, if it's causing any type of riff in your life, if it's, if it's interfering, basically, I feel like weed is something that should be added on to your day to help you get, you know, by, it should be there to help with any type of medicinal support that you need, um, you know, to help go to sleep, you know, maybe on the weekends for going out and having fun with your friends. But you know, if you're going to smoke all the time, you have to make sure that there's a very good balance between the amount that you're smoking, uh, your intake with it, and then your uh, productivity level. Um, 
you know, it basically, <laughs> I hate when they like talk about going to rehab for cannabis because I'm like, for fucking what? That's such a waste of money and resources. Like there are not components within weed that makes it addictive to people. I feel like the uses for it, it being an outlet, just like alcohol, that's something that is kind of addictive in a mental way. And I can contest that because I, there was a few times where I was going through some really hard times and I would smoke because I just wanted to be numb, essentially. I didn't want to feel anything. I wasn't big on, you know, drug drugs. I don't like alcohol. I wasn't going to immerse myself in something like that, you know, especially when like I, I didn't know how it would make me feel, but I knew how weed would make me feel. And that's what I wanted to go for. So the reasons why I was using it were not positive, but there's not anything within weed like there is tobacco, like the nicotine that makes it an addictive medicine or drug, whatever you want to call it. Um, A lot of times I think about the fact that I use backwoods and backwoods are tobacco, obviously. And so a lot of times I feel like if I do crave anything, I'm not necessarily craving the weed. I'm craving the tobacco because of how often I smoke it. Um, So that's kind of another another part of that um but it basically just broke it down into you know a few basic questions it it has nine on here but i feel like some of them are kind of stupid um but basically it just says is your cannabis consumption interfering with your relationships um you know there's there's different types of dynamics between people who like pot and then people who prefer like alcohol or people who don't like any type of you know i guess you (laughs) i don't know what to call it uh intoxicants at all if that makes sense. So if they just like to stay sober, um, you know, if if you consume too much, let's say before you go and you talk to your mom who doesn't agree with you smoking, obviously that's going to interfere with your relationship. It's all about being smart, knowing when and where to do it, who you can be around, you know, how high you can be around certain people and how well you can kind of almost control it. Um, you know, I I don't know if you can necessarily control a high, but you know, I guess just knowing your limits so that you don't allow it to control you at the end of the day is the biggest thing. Um, number two, is it adversely affecting your productivity? Um, if it's slowing you down or dulling your thoughts when you want them to be quick or sharp, like if you're at work or if you're at school, you need to really pay attention. Obviously, you probably shouldn't be smoking there. And if you continue to do it knowing that it's, you know, going to interfere, you know, with your productivity levels throughout the day, that is kind of on you and you don't really have anyone to blame at the end of the day for your shit not being done but you. And don't blame the weed because the weed doesn't do it. It's you smoking the weed and not knowing how to be productive with it. Um, Number three, uh, does your high stop you from doing things you would enjoy otherwise? Um, So, that's a big one. I feel like a lot of times, you know, people will smoke and then they just want to sit in the house. A lot of times people don't associate weed with going out and having a good time because it's not an upper. Um, but at the same time, alcohol is not an upper. And I feel like a lot of people don't think about that. Alcohol is a downer. It's a suppressant. It's going to make you sleepy. Um, you know, if you mix alcohol and weed together when you go out, you're going to pass out. Like that's, I mean, you're cross-faded. That's what I do. It just makes me want to go to sleep. Um, but, um, if it's making you not go out and do things at all because you'd rather just stay in the house and smoke weed all day, that might not be the greatest thing. You definitely want to find a balance. You know, even if it's going outside to a park to smoke a blunt, just to get yourself out, you know, get yourself doing something, not in the same, you know, areas that you're typically smoking in, just so that you can make sure that you are still in touch with reality, if you will. Um, I feel like that's a really big stigma for stoners is that they just smoke and they just 
pass out or they just eat and they don't go anywhere they don't do anything I'm a very high functioning stoner everyone that I know that smokes is extremely high functioning we smoke weed and we go about our normal days I work seven days a week I have two separate jobs I mean I run this podcast I have to edit everything there's a lot of shit that I have on my plate you know three dogs you know whatever um and I smoke every single day I'm high a majority of the day (laughs) and if I can still do those things and be productive I mean I don't feel like there's anything wrong But that's just me. I mean, I'm sure other people feel different ways. Like, I know there's people who don't have a problem with weed, but, you know, may not think it's appropriate to smoke all the time. But everyone's different. (laughs) I mean, that's really all that it comes down to. You're never going to find someone that agrees with you 100% on every single thing. You're just not. That's what's so great about having our own minds is that we can think differently and we don't have to agree with each other. So, you know, I think it's always best to remember to just respect how everyone feels about whatever you know their their own preferences you know just whatever just respect it even if you don't agree with it you don't have to agree with it they're not asking you to agree with it you just need to respect it so so in conclusion for today's solo sesh different strokes for different folks you don't need to agree no one really cares that much um but yeah so that was what happened to me um i just wanted to share that with you guys it kind of came right in clutch for solo sesh because I typically don't have a lot of personal experiences to share with you guys that are like too relevant to what we're talking about so you know all right well anyway um one of these days I'll get my shit together get the blog up and running um in the meantime feel free to visit the website reach out to us on twitter instagram um oh we're now available on spotify so if you're listening to this you're probably not listening to it on spotify but if you are hey what's up hello um but just know that that's another um podcasting platform that you can utilize now if spotify is your jam because spotify is my jam so that's typically what i use um alrighty stoners you guys stay fucking lit as always and i'll see your i won't see you whatever fuckers bye Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Loaded. Our cover art is by DJ Harmony, music by MCF Beats. Make sure to visit our website and blog at www.wearloaded.online. You can also follow us on Twitter at www.twitter.com slash wearloadedpod. I've been utilizing my personal Instagram account recently to help promote the podcast, so feel free to follow me on there as well at love.madison. And remember, Madison is with an E, not an O. If you have